Welcome to today's podcast. This is Workspace Real Estate. I'm your host, James Robertson. And today we're going to talk about a scenario that many of you have to deal with as tenants. If you got a proposal from a landlord, you want to get the best deal possible, but you're scared if you use a broker that your rent will increase. What do you do? So in order to address this, it helps to understand how brokers operate and how they get paid. Over 85% of commercial deals in commercial real estate involve the use of a landlord or some people call it a listing broker. In the listing broker's agreement to the landlord, commissions are already set aside for both the landlord broker and the tenant broker, that would be your broker, which in Texas in most, and in most other places is a total of 6% of the total rent. Now, if you as a tenant choose not to use a broker, then the landlord broker, in some cases, will double their commission they make on the deal. The commission just doesn't go away. They just, in some cases, double their commission. If the tenant chooses to use a broker, then the landlord and the tenant broker, they both split the available commission. Does that make sense? So if there's a, uh, if there's a pot of 6% and you have two brokers there, they have to split that 6%. It does not go up, but they split the 6%. In some cases, the landlord broker may say, I'm sorry, in some cases, the landlord broker may say instead of 6%, if there's only one broker, they may decrease it to 4%, but that's only a 2% decrease. Some landlords will tell you that, you know, hey, you know, you're going to double the commissions if the other broker's involved, but that's not the case. And in, in, in most cases, it'll only drop 2%. Now, tenant brokers do not charge tenants for their commission. They All they usually ask for is a letter to prove they are in fact the designated broker so they can get the commission from the landlord if and when a deal is done. Now, let, let's go ahead and cut to the chase to talk about real numbers. Let's say that the threat was actually real, that if the landlord would actually charge you as a tenant for commission, what would that cost? Well, that's real easy to calculate. Take your monthly rent and then calculate 2% to 4% of that number and there's your hypothetical commission. So if you were to pay $1,000 a month in rent and your landlord says your rent will go up because you use a broker, then they are threatening a $20 month increase in rent, anywhere from $20 to $40 a month increase. If you were to use a broker, what would you stand to gain? Now, you heard what I said, if you have $1,000 a month, the commissions on that would be $20 to $40 a month. That's if they actually charged you, which they don't. But let's say for for kicks and giggles that they actually did charge you. So that's a $20 to $40 a month increase. Now, if you were to use a broker, what do you get for that? Well, you get an experienced negotiator. You get a market report showing all of your options. You get the five to 10 year rental history of your building. You get a list of all the concessions that are reasonable in your market. You get a person that knows the business points of a lease. So they know when a personal guarantee is necessary versus when it isn't. They know whether the landlord or the tenant should be responsible for build out. Your agent should be able to identify which lease provisions are unusually aggressive for the market so they can remove it. They should be able to identify which expenses you can cap, which that one provision alone is going to be several times multiple of whatever they said they would increase your rent. So just identifying what expenses to cap will save you that money right there. They should be able to help you pick which early termination clauses are reasonable because I always recommend an early termination clause whenever possible. Your broker should be able to know what can get passed. 
Your broker should be able to negotiate the ability to expand, to get smaller if necessary, and to sublease the property. Your broker should be able to give you attorneys. In our firm, we do it for free, where we pay for the attorney to give a full legal review of the lease. That alone is worth $5,000. Okay? Um, Now, that's just a few of the benefits you get. Now, if we talk about the financial benefits from using a broker, because that's all experience and knowledge, let's use my own deals. So in 2018, um, our firm averaged a 15% decrease in total rent for all of our clients. That was our average. And we are based in Houston. So we do deals throughout Texas, but most of my deals are in Houston. And on average, we got 15% lower rent than the market. Now, in my best work, we cut rent over 25%. Now, in this particular deal, it was a veterans IT company where we saved the tenant over $125,000. This was a 3,000 square foot client. They were based in Houston and we got them a deal that was $125,000 under what the market should have been or our initial proposal. So if you look at the numbers, really, really look at the numbers and you take the worst case scenario where the landlord just flat out charges you for your broker's commission, you stand to gain more than 10 times easily that same amount by the time your deal is done. And that's not including the time and effort that you would have spent trying to do all of this stuff yourself. And there's no way you could do just the stuff I mentioned if you don't have experience doing this day in and day out. And, and it's not a question of intelligence. I've negotiated deals on the landlord side where I've negotiated against CEOs and CFOs of multi-million dollar companies, Fortune 500 companies, some of the largest educational institutions in the country. And these very educated, very astute, very smart people could not keep up with what I was doing because I understood commercial real estate. I understood leases. I look at leases every day. They look at leases once every five years. How can you keep up with someone that's looking at documents every day? It's just not fair. It's not, it's not fair to your business. So did I convince you not to be afraid to get the help that you need? Did I convince you that it's a good value? I'm not trying to sell you. This is a podcast. Most of you are not going to be based in Houston. Most of you won't have an opportunity to work with me. But I know enough people have brought this up as a problem. I figured we have to get into it and talk about it. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you can pick up the phone and pick the right person for you that's going to be a good fit because you will be better for it. Let me know in the comments if I need to do a podcast on how to pick the best broker because they're not all created equal. The stuff I talked about here, these are people that are good. These are people that are are great at what they do. I take great pride and it took me 10 years to get to a place where I can do some of this stuff uh, just off the top of my head, like, like I just mentioned. But you want to take your time and find the right person because an experienced person can provide this for you. Someone that's not good won't give you as much value. So maybe if I need to do a podcast on it, let me know. Once again, I hope this information was helpful. Thank you for listening and I hope to see you guys real soon.